BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The following is a fourth-hand production. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, I'm ready. How about you, man? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, SCPs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But first, you know what time it is. Let's switch it up. What are you drinking? Let's go with what you're <laughs> drinking first. Me. I went with a four-pack. It's a little expensive because it's 12%. Dogfish head. Palo Santo Maran. It's wood-aged brown ale. I haven't tried it yet at all. Been waiting for this. Wow. Aged in handmade Palo Santo tanks, this unfiltered, unfettered brown ale is an unprecedented blend of roasty, vanilla, and caramel complexities. It sounds complex. Well, yep. I can taste 12% alcohol on it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Gets in there. Yep. That's what I hate about those, man. It's like just sticking to the back of my tongue. You're going to spit a fireball now? Just like a dragon? <laughs> it's not hot like that. Oh. Oh, the alcohol. I, well, I need an open flame to spit. <laughs> spit fire. Eminem spits fire all day, man. <laughs> I'm not even trying to mimic him. <laughs> More of a blood feud. I got vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Is that it? I mean, it must be really bad spaghetti, dude. Got vomit on your... Shirt already? Yeah, he's got vomit on his sweater already. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. If you just puke it up right away, see, that's that happens with me with angel hair pasta. I can't do it. I like angel hair pasta. See, that's what she cooked that night. That's why he got vomit on his sweater. Mom spaghetti was angel hair pasta. Scars me for life. <laughs> what are you having? I'm having a dogfish head 60 minute. My go-to. Yeah, tried and true. Yep. Dogfish head... Uh, they have other flavors, you know. <laughs> I know they do. I know. I can't get the other flavors in a in a twelve pack. Hmm. I mean, not at my beer store, but they have this in a twelve pack. Yeah, I can get that in a twelve pack too. Here, this stuff came in a four pack. The one twenty comes in a four pack, <clears throat> and uh, we need to try that together sometime. Yeah, definitely, man. We need to do. A podcast in person for the first time ever. What are we on? Episode 73 right now? Yeah, this, is, this one's going to be 73. And we've never done one in person. <laughs> and a lot of podcasts are having trouble not doing them in person. Which I'm like, how can you not? But that's all we do. We'd probably have a problem doing it in person. <laughs> At this point. We'd be so confused we didn't know what was going on. We could hold each other's hands. It'd be crazy. No? Mm, sure. We could do that thing where you, like, wrap wrap your arms around your 
and drink through the arms or whatever. Yeah, we'll take our mics out of the shock mounts and just wrap our arms around each other <laughs> and talk into the... We're going to sit there like that for an hour or two. Yeah, probably two. Well, I mean, I guess we could throw a break in there somewhere. But I want to get right back to that entangled arms, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All pretzeled up. Oh, yeah. Twister without the twister board. We should just twist our legs together. Just, <laughs> I mean, like, why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> figure four leg lock. But it's a figure four love lock. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. We better get into this. What do you think? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. SCP-519 is the one I chose. All right. This is the cheeky phone booth. <laughs> and what's cool about this one, we haven't done this in a while, but it's a, it's classified as safe. And uh, that's a lie, I'm sure. You don't know. <laughs> Complete lie. Let me describe this thing for you. All right. SCP-519 is a Model 7 Southwestern Bell phone box with heavy graffiti. Serial number redacted. Its displayed phone number matches that which it would have if it were in service. It was recovered from an abandoned mail... I'm sorry. From an abandoned mall in redacted Missouri following rumors of a talking telephone box. What? So it's not... When you said cheeky phone booth... I immediately thought Dr. Hill. Like, here we go. We're going to have some some sort of crazy space-time phone box going on here. But this one's talking, and it comes out of Missouri. Nope, blew all that out of the water. When I hear cheeky, and now we <laughs> hear it's talking, maybe he's... I don't know why I'm saying he. Maybe it's saying, like, Hey, girl, I like your skirt. Look at them legs. <laughs> Why don't you put that receiver under the skirt? Let me see. Oh, my goodness. That's a good turn. <laughs> when the handset is lifted, the user is greeted with variations according to season and time of day by a voice asking for the correspondent's name or phone number. What? Like, I'm calling you. I'm using you to call somebody. You don't need to call me back. Maybe it's saying, maybe it's like an operator. As soon as you pick it up, it's like, hello, who would you like to call? Oh, asking for the correspondent's name and phone number. I thought I was asking for your name and phone number. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) The voice is of indeterminate gender, though most users perceive it as belonging to the opposite gender. Okay, cool. Dialing the desired number instead of speaking into the handset causes the voice to become petulant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Any person may be requested... As long as a phone connection to a phone dedicated to that person can be reasonably established. Ooh, that's handy. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. As long as they have a phone, they can call it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, it just said name. Any person may be requested as long as a phone connection to a phone dedicated to that person can be reasonably established. Uh, For some reason, that sentence made me think, you just say somebody's name and they're like, okay. Dialing Elijah. Yeah, okay. But you have to ask for the phone number, too. Eh, all right. So it's a, it's a shitty operator. <laughs> Who do you want to call? Okay, well, give me the phone number. I, I guess I'll do it for you. <laughs> if I knew the phone number, I would just dial it. Yeah, you don't get to be all petulant about it. Yeah, petulant bitch. 
cheeky. Oh, yeah. Phones called may include blacklisted numbers and similar phones that are not supposed to receive calls, etc. Should that be the only phone used by the person on a regular basis? I don't know how to take that. Like, can you call the red phone at the White House? That's only, that's an outgoing only, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Like, what's, what phone call is it going to receive? Uh, sorry, sorry, wrong number. No, no, no nuclear wars necessary. We're fine. We're all fine here. Hello, Mr. President. Are you happy with your current wireless <laughs> provider? Once a number, with exception of 1-800-911, etc., or person has been requested the appropriate rate, which are accurate as of 19 redacted, that's a date, when the mall was abandoned, will be demanded before further actions. Okay. So, somewhere around a quarter? Oh, okay. I had to, I just quickly had to reread that. I didn't understand it. I don't think I, maybe they were around when I was a kid, but it was never something I had to do. But my whole life, I've always known um, pay phones to be quarters. And then eventually, I think they went to 35 cents and they're like, who carries a quarter and a dime? Okay, we'll make you 50 cents. Didn't take long to go to 50 cents. And now they're done. The relics. Honestly, you can't even really find one anymore, can you? I think we talked about this before. Yeah, I know of a couple spots in the boondocks of Pennsylvania that have them. I don't know if they're functioning, but I've seen them there. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Vocabulary and speech patterns of the voice vary greatly, but appear to roughly match those of the user, with a few exceptions. What the hell does that mean? I guess if you're like... Like, yo, 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 what's up? Let me call my girl. You know, I don't know. Who the fuck? <laughs> like, that, that reminds me of the scene in Airplane. Do you remember that movie? Did you watch it? I watched it a long, long time ago. There's two African-American guys on the airplane. And they're just, they're talking like that. Yo, yo, there's a jive turkey over here. And then everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. I don't, I don't speak jive. What's going on? And then there's this old lady that stands up. She's like, I speak jive. She's, so she goes over there and has a full conversation with him. It's like translating to the stewardess what they're saying. <laughs> it's like the old lady in, uh, what was it? The Wedding Singer, where she's like, the hip hop, the hippity. <laughs> was that the Wedding Singer? I don't know. Anyway. I may have seen that movie once. Mm. During the entire conversation, the user will never directly hear the person they have called, instead having their speech reported by the voice. Whoa, that's weird. What? Is that what that other sentence meant? Vocabulary speech patterns of the voice vary greatly, but appear to roughly match those of the user, with a few exceptions. So, the only voice anybody hears is that of the phone booth, but mimicking? Is that what's happening? I have no clue. I don't know what's happening. What's, what's going on? Well, conversations appear normal from the other end of the line. Oh. Uh, See? You jumped the gun, dude. <laughs> with speech addressed to the SCP not heard. What is heard, however, might not reflect the exact words used by the speaker. That son of it's a, a real life game of telephone. <laughs> Man, that, that's I mean it'd be kind of fun. Like, all right, listen, I'm gonna go to the ball, I'm gonna play with that phone. I'm gonna call you in about an hour. This is what we're gonna do. You just play with it. Or you're like you call your girlfriend, you're like, hey, you know, call whoever. And then it's like, I love you, baby. And then the phone's like, 
fucking hate you. I want to break up with you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, screw you, asshole. And you, you don't have any other, you don't even know. That's what's Yeah, you're on. like, what? I said I love you. <laughs> and then the phone's like, yeah, bitch, good. Yeah, screw you too. <laughs> the voice will often comment profusely on the intent of either speakers and even mock the user in a devil angel on the shoulder fashion. What? Go ahead. Do it. Come on. Let's go. You said you wanted to jump off the roof. Jump off the roof. Come on. That's messed up. Don't do that. It's like, come on, pussy. Tell her you love her. Come on. <laughs> Cheeky. Like, is that what it means? I guess. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Hit him in the head with a frying pan. No, don't hit him in the head with a frying pan. No, you, that's not what you want to do. <laughs> Just going to cause turmoil. Don't do it. Its overall personality varies from sarcastic and misleading in reporting to bubbly and ridiculously willing to trust the in- interlocutor? 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 <laughs> uh, you got me. It's the first time I've ever seen that w- word in my entire life. <laughs> well, let's skip it. Interrogating the voice <laughs> itself makes it grow increasingly aggressive in its refusal to answer. Always along the line of, I'm only there to repeat what people say until the conversation is cut and a busy line tone begins playing at deafening level. <laughs> so the phone's just like, I've had enough of this. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> it's literally just saying it. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Hello? Hello, are you there? <laughs> Hitting or damaging the box will lead to the same result. Although it has displayed the ability to discern whether or not the speaker is responsible for such actions. What? So have you got a buddy there? Like, man, come on. Let's go. Come on. Hang the phone up. You've been talking to her for 20 minutes. <laughs> is your friend beating me up right now? Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Only well-defined persons or numbers are accepted. Random or purposefully invented names will fail. But not, for example reading a random name from a phone book. One can re- request family members by relation rather than name. My mother, my cousin, etc. And even if there are several possible, the intended recipient will be called. What? what? So it's reading your mind at the same time. That's what it's like. Okay, like my mother. Okay. There's one. But you say my cousin? Yeah. And you're thinking like, my, you know, my cousin Frankie. Like, it's not going to call Vinny, you know? It's going to call Frankie. Even right. if you say, call my cousin. It knows which one you want. Hmm. How about this? Requests such as, that girl I met yesterday, unless a number or name are known, will be sneered at by the voice. <laughs> no. I, good try, buddy. That's not going to happen. Why didn't you ask for a number, you bitch? What? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh -uh. This cheeky phone? Requests for fictional characters will lead variously to the phone reaching actors who prominently played the character, homonyms, or the creator of the character. Uh, yeah, I want to call Mickey Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Now that's fun. I want to talk to Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Mark Hamill's like... He's like, what? Who the fuck? Who is this? Uh, this is Mark. I'm at the mall. 
But I'm Mark. <laughs> uh, I mean, Chris. I'm Chris. <laughs> of course it's said Mark. What a dumbass. <laughs> I, You know, Mark Hamill's personality, I think he'd go with it. Mark Hamill's, like, he's a fun dude. How do you know? You hang out with him? Um, maybe. Hey, don't say it. You can't. You can't put it out to the public. (laughs) No, just because you guys kissed one time doesn't mean anything, man. Mark Hamilton. (coughs) Mark Hamilton. (laughs) Calls can only be done to a phone line that can be described as normal for that person, such as a house phone, cell phone, or office work, although the line being blacklisted is not an impediment. Impediment? Phone calls have carried through strictly internal systems on several occasions. Aha, uh-huh, see? Call, call on the red phone. Yeah, exactly. Similarly, SCP-519 appears able to bypass all automated phone systems to the point of immediately connecting to the desired department of a company even if only the phone number was requested. It is also able to connect to phones in locations where no signal should be able to reach. So you're just like out in the middle of nowhere. You're, you got your cell phone. Shit, I got no signal. All of a sudden your phone rings. You're like, what? Mark? Mark, you at the mall right now? <laughs> oh, shit, Chewie. He's there, too. Or <laughs> surface you have. Call, we did. Yoda? Everybody's there. I'm here as well. And it's like, hey, while I got you on the line, did you say, <laughs> Luke, I am not your father, or no, I am not your father? Because this Mandela's got me all screwed up. <sighs> <laughs> he just breathes the whole time. He doesn't give you an answer because he doesn't know what to say because he knows he's from the other dimension <laughs> or the other timeline. Let me tell you how to contain this thing. It's uh, it's pretty extensive. It's You're going to have to... Take a seat. It's going to be a while. It's a long one. <laughs> SCP-519 is to be kept in a standard storing room, 5x5 five five in size, 5x5 five five meters in size. It must not be connected to a phone line unless experiments are being performed. Wow. Somebody give this man some oxygen because he, whoo, that was a long one. <laughs> that was a good one. Put an oxygen mask on him. He is exhausted from that. <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Put it yeah, in a little yeah, room and don't, don't connect, connect it. anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean. This one has been safe. Y- yeah. It hasn't killed uh, anybody? We have an addendum and we have an incident. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I jumped the gun then. Let's see. Uh, we, here's the addendum. Addendum 01. When requested to call SCP-145. Now, keep in mind, this is SCP-519. When requested to call SCP-145, SCP-519 retorted, Deadline's occupied, dude. Always was. I refuse to expound further. <laughs> hey, yo, dude. Is occupied. Maybe I should do 145. The phone had like a little joint hanging out of its mouth. <laughs> it's like, yo, dude. It's occupied, man. Nah, man. Nah, not today. Pass the duchy on the left-hand side, man. <laughs> Incident 519A. On a redacted date. Agent Redacted unexpectedly requested a call to SCP-400-ARC, upon which the voice commented, Oh boy, (laughs) before apparently (laughs) establishing a connection. 
Dr. Redacted immediately ended the experiment and both were later disciplined when it was found out that SCP-400-ARC had begun ringing at the same time the connection was established. What? So he called, at, well, 400 called back into 519 at the same time? Is that, is that what we're saying? Both the people, the agent redacted and doctor redacted, called 400-ARC, but at the same time, 400-ARC was calling 519 back? Is that what this says? Well, agent redacted called him, and then doctor redacted was like, oh, no, 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 let's end this now. Let's end it now. I don't even... I was looking up 400-ARC and... Got nothing? Uh, it's there, but then I looked up just standard 400, and I don't know how it relates to ARC. Wow, this says that 400-ARC, this page was marked for deletion. However, because certain pages on the site depend on knowledge of this article, usually tales are supplements, and has been retained. Okay. So, I will skip that now. But now I'm kind of interested in addendum one. 145? 145 was requested. You think we should do that one? I might. Let's take a break and then surprise the people. Oh, yeah. All right. See you in a minute. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer... Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back. So we looked up 145, and uh, the reason the cheeky phone booth said that was occupied, how do you say it again? That line's occupied, dude. Oh, Always yeah. was. So if you refer back to episode 65, that's where, that was the man-absorbing phone, where people are getting tortured. They tried bombs. They tried to set up whatever was going on on the other side. Nothing worked. We already did it, man. We already did it. We already did it. I'm going to go with SCP-631. This time. 631 is the nyctophobic nocturnal predator. Good Hold lord. Hold on. Figure that out for a second. Nyctophobic, afraid of the dark. Nocturnal, uh, active in the dark, predator. Something is afoot already about this thing. So it's like a, like a scaredy cat predator. Yeah. Scaredy cat predator. It's afraid of its own shadow. You still in your first one? Yeah, it's taking a minute to get yeah. through the alcohol in it. That's twelve percent, dude. <laughs> now, uh, hmm. well, may as well get it started with six thirty-one. Okay. Man, I should have asked before. You know what? We're just gonna go with it. What? We get the fan email. Oh, the email from the fan. Yeah. So it means this episode is coming out the day before her birthday, right? Uh, what does she say? May what? I think she. I think she said May second. Yeah, I think May second. That does sound right. So, happy birthday, Eileen. Happy birthday. We hope you choose a great beer. Yeah. I wouldn't start with Palo Santo Marone. No. That's probably not, that's probably not the best one to start with. No, definitely don't do that. If, like I said, if you want an IPA, 
Dogfish Head, that's a pretty light IPA. It's not too bad. If you want to drink all day, drink a Corona. If you want a porter like Will... Don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> eat. Because, uh... It's like a loaf of bread in a bottle. It's, yeah, it's very filling. Did you ever see that episode of Spongebob? Where uh, Squidward has bread in a can? Maybe Spongebob had it. But it's that's a real thing. Did you Did you know bread in a can is a real thing? I literally have bread in a can upstairs right now. Are you serious? Yeah, it's called brown bread. No, no, I've never had that. It's basically a porter. Brown bread is so good, dude. What is it, like a spam can? Like like a beer can? It's got a tab on it and you just squeeze it like toothpaste or what's going on? No, it's like a, like a can of soup. Like a can of cranberries. <laughs> Cranberry sauce comes like that. Okay. You open the top, you shake it out. It's made with molasses. You pop it in the microwave, cut it in slices, put a little butter on it. Mm. Mm. I know it what? sounds not good, but it is very good. I don't know, man. That sounds that sounds violently American. It does, <laughs> but <laughs> a guy at work made me try it before, and I was like, I kept telling him, "No, I'm not trying that shit. No way. No way. No way." Nope. And then. A couple other people, they were eating it, and they were like, oh. so." And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, let me get a piece of that. And I ate You're like, it. like, I'm not going to like this the whole time. Nope, hate it. Yep. I still, I still kind of hate it. No. But you liked it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I don't, I guess. I guess I'll try it. Because we tried, uh, I think it was like a week or two after they unveiled it at KFC. The chicken sandwich, but the buns are glazed donuts. Mm, yeah. We tried that as a family. Whoa. Now, talk about violently American. Yeah, I haven't Holy tried that yet. Holy smokes. It, we don't have a KFC bias. You don't have a KFC? No, we used to. It got shut down. I don't know why. It's something, people were getting raw chicken or some shit. I don't know. But what they are building almost right next to me. Is a Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh. <laughs> I totally guessed that. I am so pumped for Popeyes, dude. Wasn't that like a whole thing? And Was it the fall or late summer last year? Everybody the sandwich. Like, Popeyes. Yeah, the chicken sandwich. Everybody's just... Yeah. Rah, rah. I'm pretty sure motherfuckers are getting killed for that sandwich. People are waiting in line for that sandwich. Why? What? It's like it's, Tickle Me Elmo, but the sandwich. It's delicious. That's why. It's chicken. It's, how many how many different ways can you make chicken? Oh, I don't know, but it is so good. I love <sighs> me some fried chicken, dude. Yeah, I love well, it. Yes, yes, I agree. And Popeyes is better than KFC anyway. What's the SCP? <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're on the chicken tangent. Hold on. Mm, okay. One more thing, and then we're gonna get to SCP six thirty one. My family, I, we ju- I tried it one night. I found this simple marinade for chicken a honey garlic chicken marinade i found it one time and the entire family fell in love with it so now that's requested a lot in my family like we'll we'll either get the full chicken breast that you have to kind of mess with before you cook it or just those big giant bags of 10 pounds of boneless chicken breast that you can get at walmart they're already separated Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter as long as it's some sort of raw chicken let it, you know, thaw it out or let it thaw for a day. Throw it in the honey garlic marinade. Ooh, Lee smokes. How long do you let it set in the marinade? Um, I've 
I let it sit in the marinade for as little as a half hour, one hour, but I have let it sit in the fridge overnight. No, I've done it the night before. You know, we work all day and stuff. And then at the end of the day, it's all in a big freezer bag. Just dump it all in the uh, baking dish, mm-hmm. put it in the oven for a while till it's all tender and cooked. And it's absolutely delicious. So you got to get you a smoker, man. Yeah, I do. Tonight, what I made for dinner was smoked chicken breast. Just boneless, skinless chicken breast, but I smoked it. It fuck. It's phenomenal, man. It is so good. It's so juicy. I didn't even eat it. What? As soon as it got done, I was like, all right, I'm going down to record. Oh, my God. You madman. I just like being... I just like smoking meat, dude. I just like doing it. So, I, I wasn't even hungry. But I was like, yeah, I'll, sm- you know, I'll smoke some chicken breast. I put it on there... It was on there for, I don't know, two hours. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, you just, I mean, you keep the temperature down between 225, 250 with some hickory smoke. So good. So juicy. Delicious, man. Yes. Anyway, this is not a cooking show. Now that we've got everybody hungry for chicken. Everybody. You hungry for chicken? This has nothing to do with chicken. If you're not, you're not human. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, anyway, SCP-631 is the nyctophobic nocturnal predator. A predator that hunts at night that's afraid of the dark. What? SCP-631 is a species of large predatory organisms with a vaguely crustacean appearance. Oh, one of these again. It possesses a wing morphology consistent with the order of Chiro- Chiroptera and a reptilian tail terminating in a venomous stinger. Oh, what is even It's like a... Crab with a, like a scorpion. Crab scorpion. Here we go. It, I mean, it definitely <laughs> doesn't sound like it's a good thing. No. Uh, this tail also contains the majority of the organism's reproductive systems. Okay, that took a turn. Mature instances of SCP-631 are roughly 135 centimeters in length and 42 kilograms in mass. This is America. I don't know what that means. Yeah. What does that mean? SCP-631 appear to be genderless. No gender. They just they just pick who they want to impregnate, and if they want to be impregnated, then that's fine. I mean, what are they, greys? Like grey aliens? <laughs> Scorpion crabs. SCP-631 are rendered imperceptible in the visual spectrum when exposed to sunlight. Ah, uh, predator. What? <laughs> the mechanism for this remains unidentified. However, testing has revealed that this response is triggered by heightened levels of, we'll mess this up, calocalciferol vitamin D3 in the organism's bloodstream. I may have done okay with that. SCP-631 remain detectable by their heat signature because of this. It is known that they remain almost entirely airborne during daylight hours. What? They're balloons? There's a lot. <laughs> They're bur- like They just burn vitamin D3 during the day. Colocalciferol. Didn't even know it was a thing. It was like helium, but vitamin D. And hot, because they could be detected by uh, a heat signature. Well, they're alive. And just floating there. Are they cold-blooded? Well, crabs are cold-blooded, right? Vaguely crustacean in appearance, with a scorpion tail, so they're insect-ish. So they have an exoskeleton. Aren't things typically with exoskeletons uh, cold-blooded? They can't be. No way. Why? What? Why? Because 
How would they heat up their blood? They don't need to. Well, snakes are cold-blooded. They have to lay out in the true. sun. Lizards out in the sun. Yeah, true. My guess would be crabs are not. Crabs are not cold-blooded. I mean, that would be my guess. I don't know. I'm not a zoologist, marine biologist. I'm noologist. Noologist. Maybe a beerologist. Ooh, hey. You're a beer drinkerologist. Yeah. I'm a drinkologist. Drinkologist. I'm going to tell you what's good and what's not good. What's not good is these crustaceans with scorpion tails just running amok. <laughs> <laughs> Floating. Floating. So imagine a crab with a scorpion tail just floating around. Didn't we do something about uh, fish that would float in the air? Yeah, we did. They would just pop into existence in a cup. Open that thermos. <laughs> Implosion. <laughs> we just did it a few weeks ago, right? They yeah. would just, and they float in the air. Like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of Willy Wonka ass world are we in? <laughs> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. They're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> the crabs are floating in the air. What the fuck? That's not supposed to happen. I mean, what would you call them? A corpion? Corpion. A scrab? <laughs> scrab. I like scrab. Let's go with scrab. Don't get yourself a bad case of scrabs. Oh, man. No, no, no. (laughs) That can happen. It can happen. Yeah, don't. Hey, kids. Don't. Don't do it. (laughs) SCP-631, do not sleep. So now we're referring to them like deer. SCP-631, do not sleep and remain active at night. Furthermore, they demonstrate distress or panic in response to low-light environments. So how can we, how can we say that they are nocturnal predators if they're afraid of the dark? Maybe they have like a a little flashlight on the front of them, <laughs> like a little lighthouse. Boo, thr- boo. <laughs> like the fish that's underwater has that little uh, light that comes <laughs> off. It just has that. Like oh god, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. No, I got a light. Come follow me. Come on. This reaction worsens in intensity over time, and it appears can only be alleviated by immediate feeding or exposure to daylight. But, but, so you feed them, and they're cool. And then you shine a light on them, and they disappear? I have no clue. Seems weird. The organism will subsequently locate the nearest isolated sleeping human and impale the victim's throat with its stinger, thus preventing (laughs) any vocal reaction. I suppose I forgot to say the object class is Keter, so anything can happen. I mean, if you're about to go to bed and then you see these things like floating around outside of your house. Run. You know, like, get the <laughs> fuck out of there. Or get your gun or something. Oh, no. Yeah. You got, you need some thermal vision goggles or something. Or like the. What was it, the movie The Man in the Iron Mask? You need to put that on before bed, just so you don't get <laughs> impaled. You need a chastity for your throat. <laughs> Following the injection of its paralytic venom, SCP-631 will remain in this position for two to three minutes while the victim expires. <laughs> Yay. Nope. Then it will quickly consume the victim's internal organs, replacing them with fertilized eggs produced via its tail. All right, yes. Things what? are happening. <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes following the reproductive act, the original instance of SCP-631 will expire 
its body putrefying rapidly. So you come into this situation, you come into this crime scene. So you've got this putrefied SCP-631 just lying on somebody's throat with this person's organs completely gone. Meanwhile, there's egg sacs growing in this person's belly. You got all that? You envisioning all that? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to, so they, they have no yeah. gender, so they're. No, they just carry the eggs around. I don't know how. What is that, A, a producing? I guess. They fight each other. Is it asexual or a producing? Asexual, if you're just reproducing, just, it's so it's, you're basically creating clones of yourself if you're asexual reproducing. That's what I have to do. I gotta make more That's, of me. Um, that sounds like Jeffrey Epstein. Make more of me. Yeah. And we all know what happened to him. Or do we? Yep, he, ooh, he retired to that island. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> the eggs require approximately one hour to hatch, at which point the newborn SCP-631 will consume the remainder of the victim's body. Well, oh, good. Hold on. What? But, but, back up. If we go... Then it will quickly consume the victim's internal organs. This is when it's laying the eggs. Replacing them with fertilized eggs producing, produced via its tail. But now we're saying the eggs require approximately one hour to hatch, at which point the newborn... Oh, so there's a bunch of them. The newborn SCP-631, meaning plural, will consume the remainder of the victim's body. Okay. Checks out. There's a bunch of them. Just hatch in, like spiders in one spot. No. Oh. No. That is... You get is this is this visual just building for you? Just it's getting all, better and better. Isn't I'm it? just picturing spider little spider babies all over the place. Just just mealing on this body. I remember not to get off topic, but when I first back when I first started my job, there was a a large spider in the corner of the room. And I was like, Oh, fuck this. I hate spiders. <laughs> I quit. So I went over I stepped on it, and then I started to walk away, and I was like, wait, that looked weird. And I go back over, and there's little babies just going all over oh, the fucking no. place. Oh. oh, no. Nope. Done. And as somebody who does not like spiders, that was, that was, an, I almost lit the place on fire. See, that, that. I almost quit. That'll push you right into arachnophobia. We talked about that in a previous episode. Arachnophobia? Arachnophobia. That's when you're afraid <laughs> of the Middle East. Uh, after their post-birth feeding, the instances will retreat to secluded locations and begin their growth period, during which they are inactive. So that's when they develop their fear of the dark? Yeah, I don't know. Immature SCP-631 developed at an extremely accelerated rate, reaching their adult size within roughly four hours. Oh, good. Holy shit. They're fast learners. <laughs> <laughs> Due to these factors, the lifespan of SCP-631, including birth, feeding reproduction, and death can be as short as 24 hours. So you know they're effing like bunnies, dude. They're reproducing like crazy. Yeah, so if you've got... If your family is suddenly attacked by these creatures, then they're just... I don't know, I got a big family. If the whole family is infested, then there's going to be a lot of them coming out of this place. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Your, your, your family is nothing to sneeze at either. There's going to be a lot of them coming out of your place, too. I got a normal-sized family. Four people. 
What are you trying to say? I'm abnormal? What? No. Oh, what do you oh, got? Six? more taters in the pot. It's all right. <laughs> taters are cheap. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You can even grow them yourself. I'm planning to do that. I want to do that. I went to the store the other day to get some red taters. Yeah? They only had the good brand. I normally get the store brand. And I was like, oof. I don't know. I don't know. If Time, I wanna, times are tough. Yeah, I don't know if I want to splurge. Time to go off the grid. <laughs> right. <laughs> over over red potatoes. I was like, all right, let's go. We're moving to Montana. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Start, I'm starting my own farm. Far away from the Skinwalker Ranch, but that's for the next episode. Ooh, I don't know. I'd like to go hey. close to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Far enough where you just... Get your binoculars out and be like, oh, oh, shit, something's going on at the farm again. I just want to see the orange structures. I want to be close enough to see them, and that's... Oh, hey, hey, spoilers. No, hey. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. Oh. Not a spoiler. All right. Observation of SCP-631's behavior have revealed that they do not eat during daylight and will only prey upon sleeping and isolated human beings. Oh, isolated. So, I'm good. In the absence of sustenance, SCP-631 are capable of surviving, on average, for 30 days. Yeah, take that, Bear Grylls. Oh, hold, hold on. Due to these factors, the lifespan of SCP-631, including birth, feeding, and reproduction, reproduction and death, can be as short as 24 hours. And as long as a month plus? Hmm. So that, I don't, how are you supposed to know? I thought these things would be kind of contained, like, Flies only last so many days, but they were produced, reproduced like nobody's business. But then these things are, I thought maybe you can contain them for a couple of days and be like, just be rid of them. Just extinct. But if they can go on in the absence of sustenance for up to 30 days, no, that's an average of 30 days. I'm really confused by that because like you said, they can only live for 24 hours. As little, as little as 24 hours. So if they are, maybe it's a little dark. Here's a little darkness. If they are reproduced inside of a small human, then they are not feeding very well. Yikes. <laughs> Got a little dark. Got a little dark right there. A little bit. But apparently there is a way to contain them. And it's three paragraphs long. Yep. This one really is. This one really is kind of long. <laughs> So, extermination procedures for SCP-6... Extermination? I thought we were containing. Uh, this is not what Doctor Who does. He does not exterminate. <laughs> What's happening right now? Extermination procedures for SCP-631 are to remain in effect until further notice. Information regarding civilian disappearances in SCP-631's environment, urban, and suburban areas of the United States is to be monitored with particular regards to the areas outlined in document 631-T. So, so we're at, they're at our backyard. Yep. That's cool. And a good old U.S. of A. <laughs> I wonder if they uh, go to certain environments, like like geese. Yeah, it's it's a little too cold here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly south for a while. <laughs> you think they migrate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's just invisible floating scraps just cacawing through the air. I don't know. <laughs> Disappearances related or believed to be related to SCP-631 are to be filtered 
Standard media blackout procedures apply. Uh-huh. Oh, I know that guy. Yep. His name starts with Bill and ends in Gates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure his wife is a man. Anyway, Ooh. said incidents are to Ma-Leonard be... Leonard Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda? Her name Ma-Leonard. was Mel. Her, I know, but her name used to be Mel. If you look at a picture of those two side by side, <laughs> he was for sure the woman before, and she was for sure the man before. And they just swapped. <laughs> anyway. Well, we're either going to hell or we're going to disappear. This has been fun. Yep. It's been great knowing you guys. Great talking <laughs> to you, but we're about to be suicided. Both of us. Well, actually, probably just me, because I'm the one who said it. You didn't say it. You did say Melinard. I did say Melinard. <laughs> we better continue before uh, things happen. Yeah, I mean, they're about to storm in my room right now. They already know. They're here. They're hearing us in time. They're hearing us in real time. They probably are. Fuck. Said incidents are to be investigated promptly and should an instance of SCP-631 be identified, it must be terminated immediately. Yes. Agreed. Please. In the event that no SCP-631 are in Foundation custody, the instance must be captured instead. What? No. No, thanks. You need that You need that throat chastity. That neck chastity. Yeah. Be all right. Wear the chain mail. Ooh, chain mail. Yeah, that's good. The hood? Yeah, like you're great white diving. <laughs> yeah. The whole hood, all of it. Agents involved in SCP-631 recovery or termination must be supplied with thermal imaging equipment. Yep, that's important. Mobile task forces NU-11 and Omicron-17. Dude, Omicron-17 sounds dope AF. (laughs) That'd be a badass band name. Yeah, dude, you go to the bar and the girl comes up to you and she's like, what do you do? I'm like... I'm part of Omicron dash one seven. <laughs> She's like, whoa. Whoa. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> uh, there are to be regularly deployed to the areas outlined in document 631-T. The airspace of these areas is to be thoroughly examined via thermal imaging or SCP-631 instances. I don't understand that. Why do they keep saying instances? Does that not make sense, or is it... I don't understand it. Am I just too stupid to understand it? <laughs> the way I... I don't know why they said answers this. That doesn't make sense. If they are already creatures here... Like the fish, I get, because they're popping in and out. Of whatever time, space, dimensional, whatever. I don't even remember what number that was. But these ones are not instances. They're not just dimensional travelers. They are creatures of the environment. Probably. Yeah, maybe it means if they're in that, like, if there was an instance in that area. I have no idea. Okay, that makes sense. If there just happens to be, oh, there's an instance of a coyote in downtown. Possibly. But one instance of SCP-631 is to remain in containment for study and secured in a concrete cell. The instance must be restrained at all times and exposed to artificial sunlight. It's like pot. Like, you know, when you grow pot in the basement, a concrete, <laughs> a concrete cell, artificial light. You got your SCP-631 over here. You got a little marijuana over here. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're, we're good. <laughs> this is how we live. It is to remain pacified by serum 631-gamma 
and delivered Ooh. sustenance via IV feeding. This sounds like a like a horseshoe crab. You're just bleeding it for information or something. You do that with horseshoe crabs? You never saw like a horseshoe crab farm? No. Yeah, they horseshoe crab blood is important for different for various things because they live for a long, long time, and they don't really know why. As far as I understand, maybe they know why by now. I always grew up terrified of them because we live so close to the beach. So they just look mean as f. We've heard stories about people like stepping on the tail when they're out in the water, and it like the I mean the tail boom, straight through your foot. In and out the top. So I was always terrified of them. That would not be fun at all. No. I don't think so. Uh, that might might break me a little bit. If there's an entry and exit wound, yeah. I'll freak out a little bit. Maybe. Should the organism's status deteriorate, one D-class personnel may be allotted for SCP-631's natural feeding and reproductive activity. Reproduction activity. Uh, I know what that means. What's that? They just sacrificed personnel, D-class personnel to the... <laughs> yep. The bottom of the totem pole. Terry. Terry, we're, ne- we're going to need you to go into SCP-631's containment. Uh, 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 okay. No? But it's 11 o'clock at night and the lights are on, so it's nighttime, <laughs> they're awake, and there's no dark, so they're not afraid. <laughs> uh, can I get a weapon? Terry. Terry, is, everything's going to be fine, Terry. Just, just get in there. We'll take care of your family, Terry. What do you mean, take care of my family? Why? Is something going to happen to me? Terry, you never graduated the C-class. This is part of your job. Janitor, D-class personnel. Go on, get in there. Well, uh, well uh, Bill Gates never graduated college, and he's heading the virus uh, issue in the U.S. Neither did Millennard. It's fine. Go on. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) All the produced offspring, save for one, are to be terminated, and the remaining instance is to be contained as instructed above. Wow. So I guess instance is individual. Okay. You know what I mean? Because earlier I said the airspace of these areas is to be thoroughly examined via thermal imaging for SCP-631 instances. So, for... For one of them. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for a deer. I'm looking for a SCP-631. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this addendum we got going on here. It's kind of a long one. It's a little bit long. Addendum 631-001. Investigation and findings. SCP-631 has been traced to a Dr. Alan Forsyth and subsequently to a facility owned by said individual in Redacted, Redacted. Is that like a three-part city and state or country? I don't know. Redacted, 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 comma, Redacted. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. If it comes to you, you stop me. Well done. The investigation of this site determined that it had been abandoned in 2000 Redacted, and no personnel were discovered therein. What follows are excerpts of documents recovered from the site. Uh, you want to just tag team these ones? I take one, you take one? Sure. Rudimentary biological systems are functional. 
circulatory, respiratory, reproductive, gastrointestinal, still working on some hiccups with neurological and endocrine. The subjects have stopped dying from their own venom, which is always a plus, though some pheromone manipulation, through some pheromone manipulation, we've tailored them to instinctively hunt Homo sapiens successfully. But we've what? hit a very troublesome snag. Um, that seems a little... Are we going to go ahead and just let them hunt people? Homo that's, sapiens is people. That sounds like the U.S. government. Like a, some kind of weird shit they do from Plum Island. Just like this training is, things to kill us. Yeah, this is a different kind of biological weapon. It's not the virus that's killing everybody right now. It's a sentient being that they're training to kill. Yeah, it's just floating around. It's just this horseshoe crab floating in the air with a scorpion tail just trying to impregnate people. That's horrifying. <laughs> That's why you got to wear water shoes with really thick soles so it doesn't go through your foot. Is that how you protect yourself from SCP-631? You got to wear protection. Water shoes. You know how you got to wear a mask now when you go out? Yeah. Yeah. Now, with these, you got to wear chain mail everywhere. <laughs> right into the water, too. You doggy paddle your way right to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, because <laughs> you get in the water with chainmail, you're going straight to the bottom. You better be able to hold your breath a long-ass time. <laughs> we can get them to hunt the proper prey, but can't control how and when they do so. Obviously, this is a problem because we can't have them flying around killing people in broad daylight. Ooh, wouldn't that be a bitch? Just this invisible thing, just stabbing people in the neck. You shouldn't have them doing it anytime. <laughs> right. Not during the day. Definitely not during the day. At nighttime? No. Yeah. We'll, we'll just blame it on the skinwalkers. It's, you know, it's gone. It's, it's a skinwalker. Electrolocation is working miracles. We can direct them to subjects in a NREM or REM cerebral state. Cerebral. What? Cerebral. Cere or REM cerebral state. <laughs> Street. Cerebral street. <laughs> and some careful tinkering with pheromone activity also predisposes them toward isolated targets. This should keep them restricted to the right prey, with a roughly 4% margin of error. We can't be entirely sure who doesn't sleep outside at night. What? Like homeless people? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. People camping? So they're forcing these things to electrolocate? So they're looking for people in a certain uh, a certain level of brain activity. I guess. But kind of? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're looking for heavy sleepers. <laughs> Cuz the yeah, if you want to get to a senator then they're going to sleep pretty heavily knowing that they are in all powerful control. <laughs> the project is nearly ready for field testing. But there is still one crucial flaw we need to address. Data expunged, solar camouflage is functioning correctly, but we're having significant difficulty controlling the predatory behavior. Due to necessary, necessary met metabolic alterations, metabolic alterations, the adults have no urge to feed. In testing, certain methods can be used to force such a response, but that is impossible in the field. What? That's so, so, so the adults are like, yeah, I'm going to do your bidding, but I'm not going to eat. Yeah, like, are they saving food for the kids, for the little ones? Or they're just not hungry? <laughs> but isn't that the whole point? So they send them out to the field, 
to kill the victim, but then they also impregnate the victim. But somehow, now that they've sent them out into the field, they don't, they have no urge to feed. So they're not going to feed on the victim, thus killing the victim. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So they've given them all this opportunity. Go on. Go. I know you're hungry. Go. Go kill that guy. Go on. Go. There, he's sleeping. It's fine. Go. Go, go, go. Nah. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah, it's like when I open the door for my dog to go outside and it's raining. He just, he won't go outside. He's like, go on. <laughs> go. No. But it's, it's raining. He's like, nah. I'm good, dude. It, oh, the water's already out there. I don't need to give it give it any more water. Yeah. The following is a handwritten and scrawled on a roughly cut piece of paper. Fighter flight will work, but make it stronger. That expunged. Produce acida. Uh, I don't even know. Acetaldehyde. 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 <laughs> I don't know. So, man. So it should result in something like a severe hangover. With that pheromone manipulation, it should equate physical pain with a desire to procreate. The rest is easy. It sounds like they're forcing it to procreate to calm itself. Uh, yeah. No. Maybe? With that pheromone manipulation, it should equate physical pain with a desire to procreate. The rest is easy. So if it doesn't procreate, it causes pain. Some serious manipulation. Is that what that means, you think? I don't know. How are you interpreting it? I don't know. With that pheromone manipulation, it should equate physical pain. It sounds like they're intentionally hurting it. The pheromone hurts it and makes it want to do it. Um, well, that's how they procreate. You get up all up in all up in your neck, and then slurp up your organs so they can deliver the babies in there. Oh, so it it hurts. Yes, unless it procreates, unless it feeds and produces the babies, then it's going to feel physical pain, like a severe hangover. Oh, that is weird. That's how man. I'm taking it. No, it might be right. The following is also handwritten, but appears to be a formal letter. Your offer is accepted. The payment will be transferred upon completion of the project. Those miserable reprobates are going to destroy any chance of my re-election if the situation is not handled swiftly. I don't care what you have to do. Take care of it. Do it. Redacted. Fingerprints on the letter are consistent with Dr. Foresight and redacted, uh, redacted nickname, redacted. Uh, so many fun things. Is this, is this soft disclosure? What do you think? Soft disclosure? Mm. This this actually happens? I don't know. It's interesting. I didn't think of that, but it's possible. That was a long one. Oh, shit, yeah. I just looked at the time. <laughs> my God. I mean, some of it got to cut out for my bumbling over words. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're all done. Yeah. How do you feel about horseshoe crabs? Should we uh, put horseshoe crabs in the... Um, Bleeding of horseshoe crabs in in an episode. That's the thing. Horseshoe crab blood is like it's special. Want to hear about that? Let us know. Yeah. Bring on the weird at gmail dot com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, basically all those things. Yep. You can leave us reviews. 
and ratings on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Just listen to us on Spotify if you like. Or just on the web. That's fine too. Get you some uh, dope ass merch. Some oh, t-shirts, yeah, hoodies. Go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on the weird. Free of ads, free of promos on patreon.com slash bring on the weird. Yep. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I believe stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.